And then I also think we need, like, we probably need, like, some kind of background, like, why we're doing this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does anybody know I'm, on, I'm unclear. <laughs> and also, oh yeah, the I best mean, part let's is, be clear. Let's be clear. Oh yeah, Jenna wasn't even part of the original bit. She got grandfathered in. She was not. Can't leave her well, that's, yeah. You know what's funny? I did say to someone, I'm like, I don't remember this this discussion, but maybe I was there. So I just like went along with it. No, I don't think you were. I, I specifically remember <laughs> um, Michelle, Ross, and I had a separate chat on WhatsApp called LMC, oh. the late night crew. And that's nothing against you, Jenna, but you were, like, getting married at the time. You were, like, living with your in-laws and tired and drinking Baileys from your under your bed at the time. Warm Baileys um, at all times. So doing really well. So you were thriving you know, in quarantine. Yeah, I was, like, Brit. No, we were the sad sacks. I will give you credit, Michelle. You never were, like, you weren't part of this. And I even said to my mom, I'm, like, I don't remember talking about it. I don't doubt that I agreed. <laughs> and I don't doubt that I was in, but I didn't recall. You know why you got grandfathered in was because the bit with Russ about about Russ watching Reba was not with you, but you were on the chain when we came up with the bit of him doing like watch with Reba or whatever, like Russ and Reba. Okay. I don't remember that either. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> I picture that like Russ and Reba, like R-U-S-S-N apostrophe Reba. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no ampersand also, there. Also my question is, did you guys all watch the full series top to bottom prior to this rewatch? Never unquote? seen an episode watched, in my life. I might've watched a bit of the first episode 22 years ago. <laughs> also 22 months ago. <laughs> I'm a giant loser and Friday nights in high school would be home watching Rebux. It was on oh, TGIF. So seen it. But I haven't seen all of okay, it. Okay, so we all have a little bit of a different entry point. Yeah. No, but I don't either. I didn't, I have never seen it. So my thing is like, I, re- I was having a little bit of flashbacks as I was watching it, but not really because... I remember, like, my intro to Reba McIntyre was I saw her in Annie Get Your Gun in eighth grade. Oh, God. And it was great, obviously, but then... You wet your shorts. Of, well, I wet my shorts, really, because Bernadette Peters, I got the CD, and that was like the whole... This is not a Bernadette Peters podcast. The two like, ginger queens. Is correct. <laughs> and then when I'm watching this, whatever, we'll have to get into the... Because I got thorough notes, but, like... Same. I had, I didn't, rec- it's, like, did I ever see it, or was it just, like, in my head that I knew it existed? Unclear. Reba was there all. She never left. Yeah, us. I think it was. It wasn't whether or not we've seen Reba, but it was has Reba seen us? Like, <laughs> well, Michelle is Michelle's very clear that she saw Reba every Friday. <laughs> yeah, she specifically said that was my TGIF. <laughs> no Corey, no Topanga, Reba. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I feel like Russ is probably the one that was maybe like the quote coolest of us in high school and was actually at parties on a Friday night. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I feel like Russ was like the Zach Morris of his high school, and I was very much the Screech. <laughs> very much the Screech. I wasn't even the Screech. I was like some idiot in the corner that no one yeah, was say, I was like in the background <laughs> that you wouldn't even see, like behind a locker that you maybe like walked by. Like I was like, you remember like the nerds that were kind of friends with Screech, but like they were dressed like how like you dress on yes. Halloween. Like stereotypical yeah, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> See, I didn't even have that much of a personality. I had a personality, but not one that anybody wanted. <laughs> Nobody. Um, so you haven't no changed a character about it. Yeah, I'm the same. Wait, I was going to make that same joke about you when you're talking about your fashion, Michelle. I was like, so you're off it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Gi- giant glasses, flannel. It's sexy. <laughs> Halloween color. <laughs> <laughs> so to kind of like jump in where, where this started. So we need to tell the people how this came about. Right. Um, so... <laughs> From what I remember, uh, in 2020, we were on Zoom all the time because obviously 
the pandemic happened and we all live in different areas of the country. We went to college together. So we would pop on, we would call it popping. <laughs> we'd be like, let's pop tonight. Um, and we would casually pop on house party, but be on there for like seven to eight hours, drinking ourselves basically <laughs> to death. Um, me I actually threw up in my kitchen sink death. twice. <laughs> <laughs> I um, one time woke up and there was eighteen white claw containers just scattered, and I was like, eighteen claws for one single woman. I'm upset. And you also so, <laughs> passed out so hard one time that I had to text your mom on the side and be like, "Can you check on her?" No, that was not one time because a well, couple times check. we left yeah. the house party, did a new one, and would go back, and she's still sleeping. <laughs> check. And I can't even be like, "Well, that was quarantine," because. I keep in mind was never quarantined. I was in work every day. So to me, life didn't change that much, um, except I got to see you guys more. So I was thriving truly. But um, so we were talking about it and I think it was like, Russ, were you just saying like, you know, I need something. I need something. This moment, this mm-hmm. is pre Lizzie. Um, this is PL. And we were yes. like, well, we kind of dare you to watch the entire series of Reba front to back and give us like, a kind of a synopsis of it or a recap. Um, and that being said, like Michelle, me, Michelle and Jenna lived together in our apartment in college and Russ actually lived next door. And me and Michelle every, every day at 3 PM would watch wife swap as you do as 21 year old women. We would want, we would swap. And um, <laughs> we never actually watched Reba, but Reba came on right after wife swap. So we would listen to the theme song every single time. Cause you couldn't not. Um, and then that was it. We turned it off. So that was my entry point to Reba. Flaps. Um, and then, yeah, we were like, Russ, you should watch the entire series of Reba. And he was like, I'll download it. Um, and then we never had that. <laughs> it never happened. Well, no, because I, I immediately got a girlfriend <laughs> and then a and like, I really don't need to watch every single episode, six season, 127 <laughs> episodes of Reba McIntyre. So are you saying Lizzie saved you? Yes. If not for Lizzie, I, I would have seen it. Yeah, but now here you now. are and you still will. <laughs> Oh, and now yes. you're forced to spend an hour with us each week talking about it. Yeah. He's like, I'm not only seeing yes. Reba now, I'm seeing three other women <laughs> in addition to Reba <laughs> weekly. <laughs> three bis. <laughs> three bis. <laughs> and pretending like it's still the pandemic, even though not. it is, you know, it's not. Like, we all should have moved on, yet here we still are. And I wasn't even part of that conversation, but here <laughs> no. I am. Look, we've always had a dedication to a bit, and... I love Actually, that I said to Jake, I said, I go, do you, I go, do you think this is going to keep going on? Or do you think that we'll watch all six seasons? See, he goes, knowing all you all, it's going to be six seasons and somehow beyond. Like you won't let it go. <laughs> like I want to do, to keep the bit going, I want to f- get to the finale and then restart with the pilot again <laughs> with new thoughts. <laughs> I want to sign a petition for them to reboot. And I think that if they reboot Reba, I think we're good. You want to reboot <laughs> I want to Baboot. <laughs> Can we Baboot, please? Like, I'll get her on the horn. Don't think I won't. Yeah, nostalgia is in. I feel like it could happen. Yeah. I mean. And obviously once the podcast goes viral, it's going to, you know, get the crowd going. Well, yeah, the people are going to want <laughs> one more. I mean. This is, like, this is what they yeah. want. This is, like, what the... If, like you said, what are people into on TikTok mm-hmm. or any of those algorithms, <laughs> it would be four people talking about a bit that's very inside <laughs> from 2020 about a show that's been off the air for 17 and years. And if those four people are in their mid-30s and have zero following, all the better. Great. Even it's going to be a smash. Perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if almost – and if – 
75 percent of them haven't seen more than three episodes even better this is their entry point guys we all had our entry point this could be anybody else's entry point if you're just a single person with a lot of cats scrolling spotify i want to listen to a new podcast i'm sad i'm bored and you come upon this like it's for you it's for anybody and i do think your entry point as our entry point should be is three biz three episodes i think it does finally get into its groove (laughs) after three it does it eased into a nice little cadence i was i almost slid right into the fourth and then i said Stop. I I had to stop myself from the fourth, and I I have a separate page for each episode. I um, do too. Not that I, not that I filled a whole page, but to be quite honest, I, with you, the, like, I did. <laughs> my last thought was I could binge watch this because it's just easy. It is. It's so comforting. I mean, obviously, being a teen mom is stressful, but generally, it's very comforting. <laughs> They're very horny, is what I'll say. Like, there's way more sex oh, jokes than I thought. Is it appropriate? <laughs> I'm no prude. Even Jake and Kira, who are like eight and twelve, are like. Making massive sex jokes to their mom all episodes long. That was my big thing. I was like, I mean, look, I, I'm i all down for whatever. Like, But I was like, really like, whoa, I guess they're like coming in. It was very sexual. And like nothing that happens in the pilot episode is objectively funny. Nothing like, let's that just happens in any episode is objectively funny, in my no, opinion. It just blew me away. I'm like. So you're you found out in couples therapy or family yeah, therapy. Yeah, court mandated family therapy. Yes. It's like not the setup for lighthearted comedy. Which, by the way, is a HIPAA violation. They're all in the office before she's there. They could be digging through files. <laughs> That's upsetting to me. If I were going to therapy, I wouldn't want a family sitting there potentially looking at my files. I'm well, sorry. Any therapist worth their oats would have the files locked up. Well, yeah. have you seen the therapist? She's disheveled. In every episode, she is disheveled. I also had to go back because I wasn't positive that it wasn't a different actress in the pilot and the other ones. Uh, it was Nell Carter, RIP, oh. in in the episodes I've seen oh. thus far. She's dead. She's oh. been dead for a while. Um, Can we take a moment? <laughs> she went out on top. I mean, what I mean. a legendary comedy to end it on. Good for her. But like... You find out in a family therapy session that your, you know, whatever you're doing with your husband or ex-husband at that time, he's knocked up a dental hygienist who's supposed to be younger than you. And I'm just not buying it. Despite being 15 years younger IRL, I just don't see it. I think Reba. 15 years younger than Reba? Barbara Jean. No, IRL. no. She's supposed to be like the quote young hot dental hygienist, and I'm not buying. Oh, yeah, she's right, supposed to be right. like half her age. Like, could be the sister to Cheyenne. I actually, I have so many thoughts on BJ that I could do like one whole full episode on just BJ alone. I could do a podcast oh on BJ. Yeah, I could do. <laughs> All right, should we hop off this podcast and start a new podcast? So we had this joke BJ in 2023 only. about Rita that turned into. <laughs> <laughs> so just a quick entry to BJ. <laughs> I was shocked by the BJ reveal for real though. Like I, I, I guess I didn't watch it every Friday. I did not see that coming. Were you expecting like a smoke show or just like <laughs> that, that happened in general? I didn't need to be a smoke show, but it didn't need to, I, I guess I was surprised by like the fashion choices alone. Of course. Oh, she was wearing that. And that's, what that's the thing. Me. Her entry, her, so BJ's entry point to the show was her wearing a dress made of scrubs. <laughs> Correct. So she had, she's a dental hygienist, which Reba calls it a hygienist. I don't know if you guys have taken that under your wing, but I would say dental hygienist. And she's like, it's a hygienist. 
Um, and that's what BJ is. And her first thing is she's wearing scrubs, but it's like a dress, like with a peplum. But it's a yeah. scrub material. So I, I don't know if anybody's done that She was like the girly feminine hygienist, but she looked exactly. like a sick ragdoll. She's like a Las Vegas, like if a Las Vegas prostitute got dragged through five blocks from like a pizza truck, like that's you what know, BJ looks like. You know what I think is going to happen? With to me? Love. I think by <laughs> I think by season four, I'm going to be a BJ stan. I already. Yeah, am. I think that's yeah. what they oh, yeah. I might be too, but like yeah. as a kid, I thought she was the funniest character I'd ever seen. I was like. That might have been what got me interested in comedy. <laughs> like, Stop. she's an icon. Oh, God. I mean, that might be the reason why I'm not so working in comedy. N- <laughs> because my taste, um, maybe, needs help. But you but. also got interested in comedy in high school and from BJ. <laughs> like, when mercy. she came on the screen, like, I remember as a kid thinking, like, oh, she's, like, not, like, typically hot. But I was like, I bet she, she's so incredibly funny. The producers had to give her the role. They are like, no one else could do it. You're like, she's not typically hot, but I bet you she fucks. Uh, I mean, she's doing something right. Getting Barack. Mm. Yeah. I do. I do. I do think that um, I'm still back on the sexual things. I do think like the level of, because we're talking, well, BJ is like a sex symbol, I feel as well. Her name name alone. For some reason. But they were talking about like the kids were talking in front of Reba about like the daughter and the van or like literally making like, be like, oh no, we fucked in the morning. Like it was very odd to me. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Like mentioning it at the breakfast table and like when they, the first night they were staying there and Reba was like, all right, good night. And they like immediately shoved the beds together in front of her. I'm like, what are you doing? And they acted like she was kind of uptight. I'm like, I kind of feel like she's being very cool. Yeah, she had almost zero reaction to her daughter being pregnant. She's like, all right, well, we'll have a wedding in a week. Well, that was my other thing. For a 22-minute episode, the fact that you got a double pregnancy reveal and a wedding, <laughs> how are we doing six seasons? Like, what's to come? They're just burning through plots. <laughs> so much plot. But I think they maybe that, I think that was, again, to go back to an entry point, that was their entry point to the show. They were like, listen, we got to hook them. Right from the beginning. So, like, we might think that that's the plot. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's more. Because, like you said, you burned through it in the first episode. There could be much more. I was actually waiting for, at the gyno, the reveal to somehow be Reba's also pregnant. Like, apparently, I was just, like, waiting for reveal after reveal after reveal. That would be great. That would be great. Maybe season seven. And I, I, I think they, like, one of the impressive... I'm saying impressive. <laughs> one of the impressive things about this show is, like, again, for... A show that could easily be like a, a gritty Netflix drama nowadays. They're like, oh yeah, that 17-year-old football player's family. And they said, fuck off. Yeah. They're gone. They, like, and it's just a joke and it's over. And he lives there now. And, and it's, it's and then they made a whole show called 13 Reasons Why, where kids are killing themselves less than right. But Van's family just abandons him and he's it's it's hilarious. It's and who? Yeah, I'll just throw my squat rack in the living room. It was a different room. time. Yeah, we dumped them yeah, in the garbage. All his belongings in the front lawn, and everyone's just like, oh, it's annoying they brought so much stuff to our house. I was just going to say, poor, poor bastard <laughs> Reba's like, Reba's like, you can't work out. Your workout machine's making too much noise. I'm like, wow, the poor guy just lost his whole life. His family abandoned him. I'm not going to lie. I agree with her. Get it out you of the do. house. Put it in the garage. I don't want to listen to that. I thought the bedroom was fine. Him putting it in the middle of the living room was obviously oh, a dick yeah. move. But a great, a great TV show bit. Like exactly. a great bit. But one thing I, I realized, like as I started to realize like how uh, like depressingly dark that this show should be <laughs> and it isn't, 
This this was one of our first post 9-11 comedies. Yeah. This came out like three weeks after 9-11. October, October 5th. 5th, 2001. If it was one year later, I feel like it would have been a gritty, mm. you know, like FX style comedy where it's like, it's a half hour. That's the only thing that makes it a comedy, but it's basically a drama. I think it it's like the last one of these shows that probably ever existed. Maybe that could be the reboot as they do it in like the style of Shameless. Wow, that'd be iconic. Be, and he was in Shameless. You know that, right? Damn. He was in Shameless. Oh, yeah. He was in Shameless. Yeah. He went straight from Reba to Shameless. He, he's like become kind of a respected actor. But every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, that's Van, Van, Van. Say hi to Cheyenne. Like, that's all he is to me. Every time I see him, I'm like, his teeth are all one length. He is... <laughs> Every tooth in his mouth is the same length, and it's – I can't keep my eyes off it. But do you guys not agree that if any actor, actor could pull off, like, the, like, um, this whole vibe, it is Reba. Like, she does, like – she is ridiculous, but I'm like, she does pull off that whole vibe. Oh, she's amazing. I'm still not yeah. convinced she's not Dana Carvey in a red wig. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever seen oh the same room together? Well, that would explain why she's so quick, because, like, she, she's got, she's like, quick. a snappy – She's always got like she she's uh, a red again, snapper. <laughs> she re- she really is. Like she's got Golden Girls yeah. level comeback. Yeah, she mm-hmm. does. And it's like odd because I'm pretty sure she wasn't really doing that much acting back then. This had to was probably she be doing like any? Yeah, well, like, Annie get your gun when I was in eighth grade. Oh, so my, my mistake. Around <laughs> the same time period. So maybe she was she was classically huge for me. And actually that probably was two thousand one. <laughs> no lie. Big year for Reba, big year for me. Wow. <laughs> also, here's the thing. So this did premiere October 5th, 2001. I, I had to look it up as well. On the network, the WB, WWWWB. Um, we, we'll never forget the frog. But um, do we, I mean, obviously it had to be filmed prior to September 11th. But you know how like they'll do like a quick pilot real quick? Because we know the pilot, the hairstyles are different. The mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. outfits are different. Um, the house might be a little different. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little bit different. Uh, the vibe overall is different. I mean, are we thinking this is just pre-9-11 and they're like, this is what the people want. This is what the people need. Like, we're, as a nation, grieving. And what we can, you know, give is Reba. Or do you think they were like, let's hold off a little bit on a premiere <laughs> because... <laughs> the nation's grieving. I, I'm truly, I'm wondering. Well, I actually did think that process? because October is late for a fall premiere. So pro- maybe they were like delayed a little bit. They were like, uh, we have a banger and it's just not going to resonate right now. Let's, you know. Let's wait. To, let's get all that September shit out of the way. Yeah. But I'm doing a little bit of deep diving right now. And I can tell okay. you in early 2001, Reba expanded into theater starring in the Broadway revival of Annie Get Your Gun. Yes, baby. <laughs> I was there. In yes. early, so it's probably let's February go. 20, uh, 2001. And you're seeing Reba on Broadway. Little yeah. will you know that six, seven months from now. Yeah. You're going to see her every week. And little will I know. 22 like, years from now. <laughs> yeah, twice. I was going to say 22 years and from now. I'm talking about a podcast. About her parents had to pay to get the seat reupholstered because it was just <laughs> 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 You just slid right off. And I have to say, Reba stands are no lie. Did, did I already say this or did I tell Jake this at dinner? Where like the CD, did I say this already? The CD recording was the Bernadette Peters and people were like rioting. Like Reba stands were like, there's not Reba on the recording. Like they didn't want to buy the CD of any of your gun. 
And I was like, well, I'll take it. And that was my intro to BP. But like, people didn't want it. They were like, Reba or bust. No CD. Wait, Reba was your gateway drug to BP? Your most obsessed? Yes, that was my gateway drug. And I didn't know know that until now. Yeah. And so I got the CD. is your life. Yes, I know. So I was like, (laughs) I got the CD and I was listening in the hotel with my mom. And I was like, pause CD. I was like, do you know Bernadette? Like, I was just like, I'm obsessed. So question from the audience. What would have happened if you got the recording with Reba. Wow. I don't would I be obsessed with wow. Oh wow. my god. Bethany, you, wow, Bethany. Honestly, Jenna, I think if you were obsessed with Reba, like you'd be a different person. I don't think we'd be friends. <laughs> you try to like move oh down to like god. Alabama. I know I'd be in Texas Galveston right now. I don't fucking know where I'd be. <laughs> not here. Certainly not here. No, I have a different redhead fetish fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's like the butterfly effect. I know. I'm scared. I know. I'm scared Another too. 2001 prob- property. Yes. Yeah. Which is also oh, a lot darker than it had to be. No one yes. needed child sexual abuse. So fucking depressing. I watched it thinking it was just going to be like a cute little I know. time I travel. Your <laughs> yeah. Like Frequency. Wait. Remember that movie Frequency? Excellent film. Great so film. Good. That was also hard? turned into a CW TV series from a few years ago. I bet you didn't know that. Was it? Oh, I didn't. Really? If but they, it was, it was it, uh, gender it. swapped. It was like about women or something. Oh, oh God. Boo. The woke left media changing everything. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love my dinner's queen. Please. <laughs> I don't think you'd find a lot of woke people uh, or a lot of people complaining about the wokeness in Reba because there's none. There's none. We. I there's actually no thought, other than like the fact that it's obviously like they didn't even mention the possibility of abortion, I thought some stuff was a little bit woke. Like um, the immediate marriage out. of your 17-year-old daughter. Michelle, the whole, it was like men versus women the whole time, like football or your honeymoon. Like, fuck the honeymoon. We're going to the And then game. she's like, like, you know what? I think that was the your truth. husband's like, just yeah. going to like football, and you mm-hmm. just got to let it go. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Well, I felt okay. like Reba did some stuff where she was like, no, Cheyenne, you have to like – Stick stick to your ground. You have to express what you need. And then, like she mentioned, they're, they're the only house in Texas without a gun. No, she's good. There was but like I think, little I feel, things. I think the, I think you read deep into that because I didn't even remember that line. Oh, I remember <laughs> I think that. You're I like, do. wow, gun control. My no, no, I actually do remember that, Michelle. But my thing is like, I think that um, like Reba was like pretty like on board, pro- progressive, like quote unquote. But like, I thought like her husband and also Van are basically like. Like written and act like it, absolute idiots. Like yeah. they, they're like they're just like whatever. Like I don't know. Well, even on the wedding day, Van physically fights her entire family. Yeah. No, still including like, Cheyenne. Yeah. I think yeah. a red flag. They're in an altercation, and everyone's like, "Oh, kids, like, kids these no. days." And then Cheyenne's crying upstairs and. Saying, like, she just wants a normal senior year. And Reba's just like, well, you're getting married to this guy that just attacked our whole family. Like- and I also <laughs> love that they get – it's a 22-minute episode. Again, they start not married, and they're married at the end. And she's like, I'm a married woman now. That's my husband. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been married for, like, two years, and I'm still like – it's like you don't even – I don't know. The the adjustment period. And Reba's like, yeah, that is your husband. I'm like, what? It's still the same dumb idiot downstairs well, from 10 thing. seconds ago. <laughs> that could be your husband all day long, but you're 17 years old. Like, yes. I don't care who's married – like, so Reba's like in the third episode when Reba's sitting out by herself on the porch swing, which is, you know, great. And honestly, I don't know if anybody realized this, but the camera work in that scene was great because Cheyenne sat in front of the camera on the ledge 
And we had to look past Cheyenne to see Reba. And I think that was some kind of symbolism. But Beautiful. Maybe that's gorgeous. just it was it was simply gorgeous. But um Reba's sitting out there and she's like, Yeah, I just have to let my daughter fight with her husband and figure things out. And it's like, no, your daughter's not 30 and married. Your daughter's 17. She's and somehow Reba tell her what to do. Apologizing too. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, lady, like you're good. Her you're parenting? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I feel like she was kind of, they were making her feel like she should walk on eggshells a little bit. Well, because it was and, the freaking disheveled ass therapist in that brown suit. And can, Michelle, no spoilers, but I'm going to lose my fucking mind if we're meant to, and is there sexual tension? Yes. Between Reba and her ex-husband. But if they get back together, I'm going to like lose my mind. I honestly remember nothing. I don't have space for that in my heart. I don't have space for that. I don't either. I don't either. But I, I'm, I'm worried about the same thing. I'm like, why are they presenting this dope as though mm-hmm. he's got like some kind of redeeming? I don't have, I don't fucking care. You mm-hmm. left Guys, he's her a dentist. for Barbara Jean. Yeah. He's a dentist. He's a psycho. Yeah, Aren't he they wants all? to touch teeth. Exactly. <laughs> he wants to touch teeth. <laughs> he does. A dentist. He wants that. I'll be a dad. Wait, I love that it's not even that he's like a complete idiot and asshole. Yours is he wants to touch teeth. He's a psycho. <laughs> well, because I don't. Who, it's an it's odd like the choice. Dentists are also gynecologists. Like you're yeah. meeting a guy, right? And you're like, oh my god, he's so hot, and he's like, yeah, I'm a gynecologist. Like, n- no. You're like, oh, you're so. Why do you? Dates over. Yeah, like why do you want to be up in that? In a mouth or in <laughs> well, a badge? Both are no. So, um, that being said. I found him hot on the third episode when he brought the pizza over. I was attracted really? to him. I'm not going to lie. No, and the pizza. Just in no. that scene. Wildly hot take. Yeah. It's going to, this is going to take a little bit more I am for me. I have six that. seasons to get turned on by this guy and it's not here. Because <laughs> in that episode, I noticed like how orange his tan was and I found that unsettling. And honestly, like the pizza looked flat to me. It looked like it had been sitting out. Oh, <laughs> so it, was it was trash. It was trash pizza. <laughs> but like, where do they live? Texas? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Do they are they known for their pizza? I don't think so. What did you guys think of um the you gotta get out of this school because you're a pregnant bitch episode? Oh Michelle was talking about the haircut with the woman attached, because that's what that woman was. That was like she a was 20 year old actress and, and they a put small like, woman attached. <laughs> they gave her like a designing women wig. Fabulous show, by the way, designing women. If we ever need to do a designing <laughs> yeah, women yeah. podcast. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do dubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is she looked like the helmet in Happy Endings where what's her name? Um, Penny Hartz had to wear the giant helmet with the hair to make herself look normal. That's what she looked like that giant haircut. Wait, I'm my question is, is so they were at a public school, right? Yeah, it was public school, and Mm -hmm. the principal said you need to go, and it was a school, a school for pregnant women. So, okay, I was gonna say, like, how (laughs) is that a thing? It wasn't like 1910. Oh, was it in 2001? I'm sure it was in, in the Deep South, for in, sure. Really? I don't know. I guess the question, like, why are so, I don't know. I have a lot of, I just have questions. I well, Russell, are you in, a, you're not in a Catholic school, right? No, I am in a public middle high school. And you send the pregos away, correct? Yes. <laughs> of course. It's Westchester. <laughs> we can't have them here. <laughs> We had one pregnant girl in my house. So I went to an all-girl Catholic high school in Philadelphia, and we had one pregnant girl in our high school, um, which I'm surprised that they were as progressive as they were. All they did was they did let her attend school, but they did ha- uh, hang giant chastity posters all over the hallways. 
Wait, are you kidding so, or no? Oh, no, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Like, sh- as soon as that was announced that she was pregnant, they were like, oh, no, she can come to school. But when she walks down the hall and sees the Chastity posters, she's going to feel like trash. Oh, oh, well, that's fair. Well, I mean. That was their response. That's all. To I'm be saying. honest with you, that's more progressive than Reba ship her off by. The fact that they let her stay, I was shocked. And this was in 2003. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. two years later than the episode. So maybe she got pregnant because... She thought saw Cheyenne get pregnant. She knew it was okay. <laughs> Who's to say? I don't know. Because I'm a hillbilly and grew up in the middle of nowhere. We had a girl that in eighth grade got pregnant. Whoa. And quote unquote had Yikes. mono for nine months and then came back to school and nothing happened. As someone who had mono, it's not a nine month issue. <laughs> I had mono and Does it yeah. last for nine months exactly? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I always wanted it so bad. I wanted it to, like, I was like, I want to be out of school and I want to be, like, super skinny. It sucks. And an excuse to just, like, nap all day. Oh yeah. God, it sounded like a dream. Guys, I had mono when I was, like, 25. <laughs> like, I was not in you high school. Would. I was working and I had to be home. Oh. And, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Junior year at Manhattan. Ooh, Ooh, who would. gave it wow. to you? Spicy yeah. story. Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Uh, we'll cut it out in post. We won't. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who gave it to me, but I do know at the same time the only other person who was sick was. So you guys fucked? Do we have Ow. to bleep his name out? I don't for know. The well, he, he he actually has a Raya account, so he's famous. Uh, no, yeah. but he um, I don't know where we got it from. Probably Dicey's that bar up in Yonkers. Oh, yeah, I know. Mm. Oh, we know. It was well. definitely from there. Uh, but yeah, no, I got it. and I was out for out of commission for six weeks. Sucked. Okay, so not nine months. Because you're not, not supposed to months. drink because your liver is like messed up. And that was I know, but then I got okay right before spring break. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Spring break and spring fest. <laughs> so I I have a question around some of the casting in Reba, which is, um, okay, so she has Cheyenne, Avi, kids. She has three kids. And then the middle I want to call her Shy Van, by the way. Shy Van. Is anyone and- calling them Shy Van? Well, we are We're, now. We are now. Okay. Hashtag Shy Van. And then I don't we think have, that was the thing back then. Um, the middle daughter, Kiera. Mm-hmm. Kiera. Voice of reason. Sarcastic. Well, te- te- textbook middle kid. Mm-hmm. Textbook TV show middle kid. And she's a little too, like, she made a, a joke, which, like, I, I'm quoting, because she was like, when he was hanging up the posters of all the like cheerleaders and then she was like which headlights and she's like those yeah. headlights talking about and I was like you would know like to reference like titties no, as like a headlight she, You're, like, she seven. wouldn't she wouldn't yeah and then do we think that and maybe things happen later but like did they overly cast the kids because then we have the little boy who's in and out already intermittently every time he pops on the screen I'm like oh yeah there's a son he does he brings nothing he's like the Morgan on Boy Meets World what what these shows need to realize is it's like listen you're already you're already bringing the heat with a child that's pregnant Mm -hmm. you need a sarcastic younger sibling that's it that's how you don't need a third kid there's never gonna be storyline for a third kid. There's an A plot and a B plot in most sitcoms, sometimes a C. That kid will never he, he's just a a walking uh bit. Like no one need no one needs his little comment. Yeah. Get the third kids he out looks of like shows. A lawyer. And but I also first like episode, a- he had my same haircut when I was younger. Yeah. First episode bull cut, I had the same cut, not gonna lie. The next two episodes, he's truly dressed. His haircut is like a lawyer's haircut. They took him to somewhere in washington dc to get his haircut they slicked it back and he's a child and again i i 
I wrote down every character's name. I didn't write his name because I didn't even know it. So the thing I don't. I don't know. I don't need I to. Know, I, I don't know his name. I know everybody else's. And pretty, also, pretty I feel part. like the, that. To your point, Russ, that's a good point. Like it's our, it's a twenty-two minute show, give or take. And he was in the first episode. He had kind of a little bit of a line, and then I forgot about him. And then he appeared again, and I was because con- they they also can't film very long. These young kids, like there's like. rules around it and the point is morgan like from boy meets world was a good example michelle too it's like why have this kid here he adds nothing you already have the little salty little kind of wise beyond her years younger daughter just didn't feel he didn't add anything for me unless he has a great is he in it for seven six seasons like what journey is he going to take me on there's about 120 episodes of this show that we're about to go down the rabbit (laughs) hole of so what is he he better bring something yeah because right now his casting is just based off he's like I guess kind of cute and precocious, but I don't even think he's cute. And he's gonna get no. less cute with age. So where are we going with this? Yeah, the other girl is the precocious one, making headlights jokes for days. Like, <laughs> right? Like, you I, got, I saw if, her smile once. Like, if you're looking at like the story, just structure. You've got Reba, her ex, and Barbara Jean. That's a whole thing. You've mm-hmm. got uh, Cheyenne and Van. That's that's the Cheyenne. other plot. And, and then you have <laughs> Kira making throwing the comments. That's all you need. Yes. There are no more characters needed on this show. No. If mm-hmm. more show up, I'm going to fucking flip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we're going to show up in nine months, Russ, because we're going to have two babies on our hands. Two oh, babies. God. And that'll be four actors because it's, you know, it's easier. Now, do you guys think here, do you think Kira pulls in the, um, do you think Kira pulls in the heat in terms of saltiness and um, the jokes? Because I kind of do for a kid actor. I think she's good. I do too. She's no better or she's no worse than any other like yeah. person who's done this before. She's funnier than Cheyenne. We know that much. Yeah. I mean, she, the thing is, she truly had, there, there were, there were in our books, um, I don't know the names of them, but that have been written on this character. I mean, she's the exact same character that every other character is that is the funny, smart, straight man of, not straight man, but you know what I mean? Like straight comedy wise. Um, of like a little quip of a sister like so it's not like she, I mean did she have to put much mm-hmm. effort in because everybody plays that character um, I well no like it's like she went to the step by step school of being Dana from step by step or I what, do, but whatever well, her name is I was actually going to say this isn't a spoiler but I do remember they lean into her darkness a little and she gets like the mark from home improvement treatment where mm. she's got like lots of black eyeliner i think she dyes her so hair black i, I actually got some insider no you know it michelle <laughs> i mean no i did a lot of fun stuff in high school and was like always <laughs> at parties and like you know the drill no time for tv um but i vaguely recall that from the commercials yeah like once yeah. i was punished and my mom made me watch every single episode <laughs> psycho <laughs> um I got some insider information that she, and I didn't ask for this. So, I mean, it was told to me, so I feel like I have to share it. But um, I got inf- insider information that the daughter or Kira, whatever, um, at one point leaves the show mysteriously, like Morgan from Boy Meets World, because that happened. However, she mm-hmm. left the show because she had a, an eating disorder. And not only did yeah. she leave the show for the eating disorder, but then when she came back, apparently they make jokes about and that is not progressive. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> or it's too progressive. Wait, who's your insider scoop? Watch the show. She goes, oh, yeah, I love Reba. She's like, do you know about the daughter? I was like, what do you mean? 
thinking she's going to tell me like, she's in this movie. She's like, oh no, she had an eating disorder. And then she was gone for a long time. And at one point they're like, where have you been? What were you hungry or something? <gasps> oh no, our podcast <laughs> is canceled. I actually always think that when I watch Arrested, because they, um, Gangi makes so many fat jokes to Portia and she also had an eating disorder in real life. Yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah. And to maybe, yeah. Yeah. And that show also just straight up would not work. God, no. Now. No. Mr. F? No. Mr. F. Oh, yeah, that storyline would have to go. I feel like a lot of it would stand up. And in my it's real good. life, not in my Reba reboot, re rewatching <laughs> life, uh, we actually watch the off. We've been watching The Office since like February from beginning to end. Yeah, that shit would not mm-hmm. that'd be canceled. 100%. And not even the show that the character, like the cast, could be canceled. And it wasn't that long ago. Like this, to be like, let's put it in perspective. The Office came out after Reba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Reba's already in the works. Um, yeah. Can we talk about Reba's boobs? Because they are <laughs> on a headlights. level. Let's go. <laughs> let's be clear. Um, <laughs> so. The episode of Will and Grace where Reba or <laughs> Reba, I'm sorry, where Grace wears the fake boobs mm. into the um, art the show, water bra. yeah, the yeah. water bra, iconic um, episode. Reba's boobs are in, are like that in all the episodes. They are high. They are massive. <laughs> Have anybody noticed them? Talking like you said, headlights. They're- so I, yeah, I time. did actually, and also my first note, <laughs> episode one is not the boobs, but I wrote Reba blazer. I love it. <laughs> Jenna, I wrote Reba outfit pink blazer clashing with hair. (laughs) So two totally different takes. I just wrote Reba helmet head because that hair is rough. I just thought it was an iconic outfit for her. Like she was. She was like a a taffeta boned suit. I loved it. Jen had a sec- um, second sexual awakening watching yeah. Reba. I, like, I was like Bernadette who? Um, <laughs> Step aside, B. But I did actually kind of notice because, but also her stylist, because she's like little and like you said, like the Will and Grace, like high and tight, mm-hmm. but she's not dressed well. Uh, she's wearing the same outfit in just a different color. She's never not in a solid, never not yep. in a tank top, but and never not in a high tank. neck. And no offense, like her arms are great, but like no, they're not toned, and that's the thing. Well, which no, 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 don't judge me. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean don't judge me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I don't care that her arms aren't toned, but you would never see her arms on television today. No, you people wouldn't, wouldn't show them. They wouldn't highlight her freckled regular arms. <laughs> yeah, well, she should all be highlighting those us. high and dry tits because they're honestly <laughs> yeah, they're great. great. <laughs> <laughs> they're just. <laughs> she needs a long sleeve and a low cut V, and then and she and she's spry as fuck. Like she ran up the stairs and back to the workout machine real quick. Like Cheyenne yeah. was like basically groveling at her ankles, couldn't even keep up. <laughs> but she's pregnant. I would hope not. Well, <laughs> there's so much chaotic energy on the show, and I mean yeah. I'm here for it. But especially the first episode, I was like, can I keep up with Reba? Um, and I also think at some point Reba will crack because she's way too comfortable with the teen pregnancy way too comfortable with the marriage like yeah. throwing the wedding i'm like when is she gonna break i know am i uh, excited for like maybe a potential uh, to your point an emotional scene where she breaks and maybe i break <laughs> and is it i'm down to four? break i'd love to break because like i will say when it first started i was like 
I'm not really interested in it. Not that I, I was like, Ugh. and then by, I have to say, I got, it was episode four and it slid in and I'm like, I, I could have slid in. You got into mm-hmm. a rhythm because I was watching, Matt watched like a few minutes of the first episode with me and he was like, I think you guys are going to have trouble doing a whole podcast on this. Like, he's like, you're definitely going to want to stop watching. And I was like, no, this is iconic. Uh, you have, you like, have to settle into the rhythm. I haven't cracked the surface. And the cool thing is, like, shows back then weren't made with people, like, knowing that people would have cell phones. So, like, yeah. you can totally fuck around on your phone and watch it and, like, not miss anything. And that shit is cool. Mm-hmm. Given like 50% of your brain to a show and 50% of your brain to like just doom scrolling, it's pretty That's cool. Stupid. And then when you hear a joke, you're like, all right, let me dial back in. Uh, that was pretty good. It's it's so easy. It makes episodes feel like they're five minutes long. That's a really yeah. good point, Russ, because I do feel like you and you will not miss a beat. Like, and you know, you can still zone in and you kind of know it, it cues you back in. You don't even have to. Yeah, it, t- like, it tells it, you when to come back. Yeah. yeah, like some show, like Succession, if you missed one like important glance between like, Jerry and Carl, like yeah. you're missing something huge. This yeah. is like, yeah, whatever. Although I yeah. will say I was paying attention because I was taking detailed notes. <laughs> oh, same. And at one well, point I was I was like, wait, are they costume matching people? I'm like, no, I'm two in my brain. Like, are I'm they like, costume matching people? They literally made the <laughs> high school colors orange. And poor Reba with that red hair. They put her in an orange top, and that's not right. And they put they Cheyenne could in an orange any top. Any color, make it blue, make it make it green. That would be yeah, but orange or more green would. Mm. Oh, green! It would make she her would, sing. She would. She'd look sing delicious. beautifully. And the show is called Reba. Work to Reba. Wait, should we have a party when she wears green? Like, <laughs> yeah, Reba. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's have an. We'll have to have like an emergency session of the pod. Yeah, it's like, just be like a five minute. Oh yeah. my god, she wore green. We're like, guys, year. in 2002, she wore green. Let's get together. But do something for her. Yeah. yeah. Don't she's put her in orange. Orange. She's adorable. She's a little bit of a thing. Obviously mm-hmm. spunky. Obviously funny. But I uh, think they're... <laughs> she's oh, sorry. Are you attracted to her? Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to get a man's perspective. How like, would you? you put her? One to ten. She's... Well, you guys, like the elephant in the room of the boobs, they're they're doing it. They're good. Yeah. So were you like, I'm afraid to mention it, but I was like, the boobs. They're tight yeah, and right. I, I mean, as, a man, as a man in 2023, I can't say that. But if it was 2001, <laughs> back in the day, post-9-11, like, we had chambers. fish to fry. Yeah. Um, but no. She, <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually just going to say, if you motorboated them, I feel like they would hurt. They, they're like yeah. too firm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. rock hard. <laughs> But they're not fake. <laughs> no. Yeah, you but might chip a tooth. <laughs> I, 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 just, I find her, I find her spunky. I find her attractive as, as all get out. Uh, and she's, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sold. I will. I'm. I think she's the most. She's clearly get out of here, Joe. Like that seven, that seventeen year old girl who was actually a twenty something year old at the time. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. a seventeen year old isn't hot. So let's just get that out of the way. Uh, but Reba's the hottest. We're gonna cut that and post it now. Now, <laughs> now, how old is Reba? Someone to do the research. I did not. How old is she in the premiere of the show? Do we know? I in the show, like or in real life, I'm, I'm gonna sure. say like thirty eight. Is that crazy? Oh, I was gonna say forty-five. Yeah, I was gonna say forty because she's got a seventeen-year-old, and they've been married for like twenty years. No, I meant I meant the act. How how old was Reba back to herself in her IRL? 
Oh, okay. wait, so what is the She was born in 55, she... so that makes her, like, gonna be 68. Now. This year or something like that. Oh, okay. I can't do that. Oh, yeah, she is 68. She was born March 28th, uh, 1955. <gasps> oh, we just missed her birthday. God oh, damn. God damn it. And so what how old was she then? I can't so do that. She'd be mid forties. So if she was sixty-eight, if she's sixty-eight now, and this was twenty-two years ago. <laughs> I come on. I'm not in school, Russell. <laughs> All right, she's she was forty six. Forty six. Oh, I said forty five. Bingo. Yeah, forty five. That's about right. Yeah. Now well. keep in mind when I said thirty eight, I feel like because they people used to look a lot older back then. Um, True. They do but now. you they said that was just what my... we just watched was a woman who's only like two years older than us. So no, I don't. <laughs> but I <laughs> so, like, so God willing, it wasn't. But <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I mean, I see pictures of my grandmother when she was young, and she looks eighty, and she was twenty. So oh, I well, I, it's I, like I that, know uh, what you're saying. It's like that Sex in the City Golden Girls thing, like that mm-hmm. season of and exactly. just like that that came out a year ago. They're all the same age the Golden Girls were in the first season of the Golden Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls were like literally no... fifty years old. It's insane. <laughs> so how how am I to say? So if the Golden Girls were fifty and they're looking like that, and Reba easily twenty five. <laughs> you guys, I'm eleven years away from being fifty. That's like that. Stop. You're yeah. Sophia. Yeah, you are the Sophie of the group. <laughs> oh my God! I let's be are. honest. I think he's the Dorothy. Ooh. I'm no, I'm kidding. That. Oh, okay. I'm so I'm the Dorothy at work, and I'm fine with it because I mean, Dorothy is quite wild and manly. But oh, I no, I like Dorothy. She's the best. Oh, she's, yeah, oh, she's great. Do this we start Dorothy. a new podcast? <laughs> we have so Don't many options. There's nothing more soothing than the Golden Girls when. When a Hallmark movie ends and then the Golden Girls comes on. Mm -hmm. It's Mm. not even the show. The show is great, but the colors. Yes. If you're watching, it's a mixture of the colors of the episodes with the coloring of the television at the time. Like that Mm -hmm. really saturated color, but like that muted. They're all also so fucking funny. They're incredible. Iconic. Yeah. All right, so we'll record that podcast on Tuesdays, so we spread it out. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, can everybody get on Hulu that? For that? <laughs> now, do we have any other, like, key takeaways or, you know? This is not a key teams? takeaway, but I did want to point out the title of the third episode, which was Someone's at the Gyno with Reba. <laughs> I have that written play down as on well. <laughs> Someone's in the Kitchen with Darla? Is that it? Dinah. 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 Someone's in the gyno with Reba. Yes, like none of the other oh, episode whoa. titles were jokes, and just this one, and it's not even a good one. No, and also it's, there's not I'm even a really the big reveal is that your little son was there. Is that the joke? Is that the joke? Is that, is that the, joke? the joke? Is that the joke? <laughs> On the guys, <laughs> the guys widow. Can we take? I'm sorry. Can we take one quick detour? Um, for all the listeners, <laughs> Russ recently, re- Russ recently got engaged. Congratulations. Woo! Woo! Um, and he had an engagement party where there was friends old and new. Um, now your one friend, I don't remember by any means. Um, I thought he looked like Tom Sandoval. I see that. 
Yeah, I thought he looked like Tom Sandoval. The hair, everything. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. He was quite lovely, very nice, very sweet. Um, <laughs> I was cracking up because he got progressively drunker throughout the night, uh, which we all did, obviously. But we were quoting, I think you should leave. And I loved it so much because he knew the bits, but he didn't know the word. Like, he didn't know the quotes. And he'd be like quoting something, but it was like completely wrong. And I remember just looking at Russ like, well, it's kind of that. But not really. <laughs> really. And it just brought oh. me so much joy just to listen to him all night. Poor be guy. like, well, I love cum. And I was like, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the quote. Big fat load of cum then. Close. Yes. Big fat load of cum then. <laughs> It'd be like someone quoting like the mask and being like, "Someone walk with me." Like, yeah, it's it's like, exactly that. It's like I know what you're going for. You can handle not lies. <laughs> <laughs> he was so close, and I was like, "Oh, I love you, and you're so cute, but you're not quite there." You had me at, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a lady standing in front of another guy asking you to, you know. Yeah. Wait, also side note about your um engagement party, Russ. I saw our friend and she was like, Oh, I saw the pictures from the party. They look cute. Were you guys all doing like a dress like Russ thing? <laughs> because oh, yeah. I was wearing like no a giant people, flannel and a hat. Yes. <laughs> many my mom and like all like I sent they like, posted the picture. I got a lot of messages like cute pic of you guys, but why why the hats? My mom was like, you look great, but like, are you guys doing something with the same thing? Are you matching Russ with the hats? I was like, no. <laughs> and in my head, I thought oh. we looked so fucking cute with the hats and it didn't land. Didn't, didn't land, land in the fix. <laughs> and also, it landed on the day. Did not, it did not translate well, to, I saw to you print. Didn't translate I, to film. <laughs> I saw you guys before I saw Russ and you were hammered, bought me the hat. I wore it and I went up to you, Russ, and I was like, hey, and you were like, what's with the hat like off the bat you were like you thought it was part of my luke and i think you were confused well yeah i was like i understand what you're doing down here and but he it seems like, like you made a choice up here he said that, that i don't me. quite understand yeah he was like, wearing like a camel trench you were very like nancy <laughs> myers prep and then the back i said she looked like woody allen she was straight up looking like woody allen <laughs> She looked like if Woody Allen was playing Annie Hall. Like, that's <laughs> her, that was her look. Erica knows how to take me back down to earth heavily, <laughs> and that is that. But, yeah, I was I like. I think it was bad. I was well, saying what it was. No, every girl wants to look like Woody Allen. I said it was, it was interesting. Like, I said it was interesting. <laughs> um, by the uh, way, that's coming out in actually one week from, like, Sunday. Oh, my Or one God. month from Sunday. Should we do an oh, ad hoc that? emergency pod? That's why. Oh, we have to do it. I wish we had like a little button at the end, which is like either a favorite quote or like a favorite uh, moment or outfit. Like, I don't even know how to like button my thoughts on the threes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Three this. Um, I mean, it's, I'll say this. I went into episode one, like, I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> <Episode> two, <laughs> and like, I, I watched the first two in a row. I was like, this is bad. And then episode two came on, and I was like, I at least have thoughts this time. And then by episode three, I was like, yeah, I could see myself. Like, I wish we did this in the pandemic, because I could have shoveled this into my veins in two seconds. Oh, now I have a life. I mean, I'll, do it. I'll do it tonight. I don't care. <laughs> and um, also, if we I had agree. started this podcast in the pandemic, we would all be wildly rich and famous by now. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. And I would yeah. still be single. Aww. <laughs> well, we don't wish that. 
Well, you don't think if you told Lizzie on your first date that you were marathoning Reba, that wouldn't be a panty dropper? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I think that it, I think she would have like pulled her panties all the way up past her fucking <laughs> mouth and laughed. <laughs> she would have choked herself out with her own. Tongue. Like, is that what, is that a COVID mask? You know no, what, it's my panties. You're welcome. She's like, what turns you on? He's like, Reba McIntyre turns me on. Mm. And she. <laughs> So far, does. Wow. I, I agree. <laughs> um, Reba's hair does get piecier episode by episode. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think, what do it's I like? It's like she's gelling each piece individually. <laughs> she, like, saw what Meg Ryan did at that time period and said, let me do it a little worse. Yeah. And red. And it was perfect. <laughs> and red. She's like, <laughs> Sarah Paulson had a really nice... <laughs> soft curl she's like i want to go opposite i'm like, scared for shiny because sure. she's like starting Start. to do this she's starting to do the hair soft but it's reba-esque it's like curling up are they going to do it to her and it's going to just slowly turn <laughs> in michelle no kinda liked, i kind of liked her hair in episode three i kind of remember that time thinking like wow that's a haircut i want yeah because mary kate and ashley did that a lot it was yeah. like oh, the like God, down yeah. blow like mm-hmm. you know yeah that was my thought was she looked yeah. very mary kate and i was a little bit jealous mm-hmm. and i'm like she's not actually <laughs> No, Mary Kate was my fave. She's the cool one. Oh, Mary Kate was definitely cool. I real quick have to show you this because I, I had to rewind it, but they zoomed <laughs> they zoomed in on Reba's wedding picture in the pilot, and it's iconic. Oh, I saw it, actually. <laughs> she looks so good with long hair. I want her to what grow it out. What the hell is he doing leaving her for Bob? I know. I, He's it, an it, idiot. It, it, it almost takes she me She drove him away. I can't believe it. Actually, I do. I, I have to say one more thing on Robert, Robert Jean. I agree with you, Russ. I'm like, what was the appeal to Barbara Jean yeah. to him? Like, I really don't see it. Perfect comedic was- timing. That okay. was the appeal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Reba's already kind of hitting with all the quips. She's yeah, probably had a, had a but you know what? They were probably at his expense often. Mm-hmm. And Reba's too smart and he needs like a dumb dumb kind yeah. of deal. Is that the deal? I think so. Probably, yeah. Because I think Reba's secretly the alpha and that doesn't really fly with Brock. I don't think it's secret. <laughs> well, I know, but what, what's so secretive about that? I did also love um, Barbara Jean's outfit, like we're expecting. I was like perfect costuming in that department because I'm like she would it was like cinched at the yeah, top and she would wear and it was it was like 3D there was like a pregnant belly it was great we're expecting <laughs> it was tragic guys what do you think she's doing right now it's Thursday night it's probably like 7pm in Alabama <laughs> what is she doing Texas <laughs> oh that's the show I don't know if that's where she lives oh yeah do we think she's like an LA girl or she might be like in Nashville like right she could be in Nashville. Uh, he also could wild card and be like living in New York City. I don't know. No, no. I'm no. sorry, but no. Could no. you imagine her? She's like, "Where's all these taxis?" <laughs> um, Spoken like a true New Yorker. Could be watching the NFL <laughs> Wait, I love, right now. I love how Michelle's trying to do a button. And this we could is do not like this. Might be too much. Like uh, the peak in the pit of your first viewing experience. Oh, I love the peak in the pit. I actually think that's good. I think that's perfect. My peak was realizing episode three was named Someone's at the Gyno with Reba. <laughs> Far and away. And your pit? My pit was when Van physically attacked Cheyenne's entire family. <laughs> and Cheyenne was crying saying, I just want to be on drill team and have a normal senior year. And Reba was like, sorry, you're getting married and keeping this baby. Um, 
Sorry, that was too dark of a pit. I know. Like, well, she, I think she also chose that was a good it. Pit. But, okay. I don't think Cheyenne ever thought that abortion was a thing. Yeah, I guess also it's 20 years ago, like they that. wouldn't like talk about that on TV. But watching it in present day, I was like, can this girl just get an abortion? And the show is her going off to college and having fun. I mean, good God. Yeah, but honestly, the episode is named Someone's at the Gyno with Reba. And luckily, she has a mom to go to the Gyno with her. So true. So true. For us, you're picking your, your pe- peeking your pit. <laughs> My uh, my my pit was uh, one that the pretty much all of the first episode. <laughs> I was like, "This is dog shit that I've actually seen before," and chose not to continue with. Twenty-two years ago, I made a choice. You're different now. <laughs> and uh, my yeah, and then uh, my peak was uh like the by the third episode uh, realizing that the show kind of gets into a, a rhythm that you that is very very familiar and that i was like okay yeah no like i can do i can do 115 <laughs> to 120 episodes of this i went from a hard no to a <laughs> to a uh, to the second episode being like this is a little little iffy the subject matter here that we're playing for jokes to yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Fuck it. Put it in my veins. I can do 120 of this easy. So uh the peak and valley was just love the ride it. of we the also Reba's. speaking of the second episode, the making mm-hmm. jokes. I love Brock's joke when they showed them the brochure of like the school for wayward girls, and he's like, Well, you look at the size of those desks. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up with yeah. the idea of them like specially making desks for <laughs> the amount of pregnant women, Texas. Parents are sending away. I, I did. I I did think that was very funny. I love that. That was one of my few actual LOLs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I had any LOLs to be honest. <laughs> but I don't think I'm supposed to. I have. I have my um. Wait, the peak start and the with pit. the pick the which. Okay, my peak is actually the Barbara Jean reveal um, because not that I think she's a comedic, gen- comedic genius yet, but I think you would expect one thing or I expected one thing. I thought she was going to be like this classic <laughs> bombshell kind of nothing to her. And no, I feel like, no, I did like, and now I feel, I do feel like she's going to be quirky and somewhat layered. So I'm, I'm interested in that character. And then my pit is the classic like men versus women trope that comes in hot from episode one. It's like, you know, men like football and they're like, it, it just, it was a little the women like bitching about football. Yeah. After like three episodes, I'm like, we're still doing this thing. It's probably gonna be, I don't know. Like, I'm like, guys, we gotta move on from this. Fair, fair. So I feel really yeah. surfaced because those things just washed right over me nice and warmly. And it wasn't <laughs> that I'm not, it's not that I'm not privy to those situations happening in real life, but I think I'm taking it for what it is. And I would never like think like, wow, this is progressive or not for pro-. you know what I mean? Like in my head, it's just Reba. Um, and it's enough for me. But I would say I think I'm going to say my peak and my pit are both Barbara Jean. In a way, um, the peak is, again, to Jenna, like you're thinking you're going to get like this guy who leaves Reba for this hot young thing and da 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 And you get this wild woman in big hair and scrub dress and high heels and she's not attractive, but she's not non-attractive, you know? Um, and I think that's my peak is seeing her and realizing like, 
oh, he didn't like go for some hot younger thing. He just went for somebody else. Um, and my pit is that we don't get enough with Barbara Jean. I want more. And I hope we, I'm assuming we'll get more. <laughs> I agree. Going forward. But um, yeah, I'm not happy with enough of her airtime because as ridiculous as she is and she's supposed to be, she's iconic nonetheless. I want like a full episode from oh, her. I want, a, I want a flashback. I want. I want to see her as a child. I want to see why she is the way she is. When did she get into dental school? Did her parents pay for it? What and happened? I want a day in the life because so much is like Brock or yeah, Brock being over at Reba's doing stuff, and I want to see like what's she up to during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love a day. And like in the Reba life. hates her, but I'm like, how can you even hate her? At that point, if I'm Reba, right. I'm just kind of like it's like hating a Labrador. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I want to see her cooking eggs. I would love to see her cooking eggs. Does she know my own? I'm serious. Like, <laughs> Does she what? Does she know how to do it? I think they're two dum-dums just who got pregnant and are like, I guess this is our life now. And Reva's so strong that she's just letting it happen. Every time that husband walks in the door unannounced, don't walk in her house. Oh, I'd be pissed. Don't you dare oh, walk in that house. Livid. And all of a sudden, you're a dad, and you all of a sudden forget how to dad because you're not married anymore to Reba? What do I take him to? Do I take him to the, the golf course? Shut up. Cheyenne's like, can I move in with you? And he was like, no. I'm like, what? Like, you, you have three kids together. Yeah, three, because that dumb idiot that we all forget about, the little boy, <laughs> no one knows his name. And I looked at, I looked at BJ's vagina. Like, Even his like, dad doesn't want to spend time with him. No. Yeah. I think that's a button. That's the button, baby. That's the button, baby. Button them up. <laughs> a rebutton. <laughs> oh, one final thought. She didn't write the theme song. <gasps> oh, I wrote down their names because That's they're national sick. heroes. Okay, they like, are, but like you would think the show's called Reba. Reba's singing the song. You're not gonna have her write the song. Wow. So let's have a moment of dedication to Shelby Kennedy and Philip White. The writers of I'm a Survivor. Wow. And they rest in peace, probably. Are they did. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. I hope, I hope to God they're filthy rich. Um, if not, I mean, what's the point? Well, when you do work that meaningful, it's not about the cash. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when you're writing a song that changed a nation. Or not only that, like, they are a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Should I... Is that officially our button? Should I stop recording? Yeah, because I think maybe if we get like a trail off at the end, um, that would be a good way to end because I don't think there's any way to actually end. end. Yeah. So I think like a trail off into uh, whatever the fuck is probably the way to do this.